Welcome to the podcast of Medora Pentecostal Church. We are a growing community of believers committed to bringing hope and building lives. We pray today's message is a blessing to you. Amen. This morning it's great to be in the house of the Lord and appreciate his blessing. I want to go to a familiar passage of scripture that we preached from before. We'll preach from it again because it is a, I believe, a very uh, strong foundational text from the book of Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 11. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 11. The Bible says, and he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting everybody say perfecting perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry to the, for the edifying of the body of Christ till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of God unto a perfect man under the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slay of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things which is the head even Christ from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working and the measure of every part maketh inner increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. This, this passage of scripture is so rich with so many different things that help us understand the church. Amen. But today I just simply want to talk about I'm growing up. Say that with me. I'm growing up. Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning thanking you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Lord, that we've gathered in this time, Lord, where, Lord Jesus, you can Deal with us and speak to us and help us to mature, help us to grow. Lord, we're going to give you the praise today for your ever increase and ever supply. We give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Let everybody say amen. amen. Praise God. Somebody say, I'm growing up. The Lord bless you. You can be seated. I have uh, shamelessly... put a picture of one of my grandkids' feet up there today. <clears throat> Deal with it. But it is quite, uh, one of the things about getting older is the joy of watching children grow up. Not just your own, but in general, to watch children grow up. It's amazing. Uh, I can remember when uh, some of these that were singing here on the platform were little tykes. I'm not that old, really. I'm not. I'm really not that old. But uh, but it's amazing to watch how moms and dads chart the growth of their children and their baby's development. Uh, even before birth, they're concerned about growth. How's the baby growing uh, in the womb? Uh, they have apps today that will tell you what size the baby is. And it'll go from a, uh, a little small thing to 
something a little bit bigger, and I dare not even quote what they're trying to. Sometimes it's a, it's a, a, a you know, it may be a grape, and then other times it's an eggplant. So I, I, I don't know. I want to be very careful what, what I use for that analogy. But uh, babies are constantly being monitored and observed and charted for their growth. After birth, that growth uh, consciousness only intensifies. It gets greater and bigger, and, and each child's development becomes unique to their own person. Uh, babies are, uh, I don't know if you've ever uh, watched little sealant uh, uh, next to uh, big, uh, <laughs> what's your grandson's name? Bodie. You, watch, you know, they're, they're only just a, a little, matter of fact, Sela's older than Bodie. But if you were to chart the growth of Sela next to Bodhi, we would say, uh, Sela's not growing very much, but Sela's growing according to her person. And so is Bodhi. Amen. And so a child begins to grow and develops a pattern of grow and a pace of growth. Doctors and mothers chart a baby's vision. They want to know about the baby's vision. They want to know about a baby's hearing. How's it hearing? I've watched my dad, little babies get born in the family. My dad would take his fingers and he'd snap on the left and he'd snap on the right because he wanted to check and make sure the baby's hearing okay. And I'm sure that's a scientific formula right there. But... Uh, but doctors check and mamas check vision and hearing and communication. Uh, they want to check their motor skills. They want to make sure that, that, that they're developing properly what, what percentile they're on. You know, they're, 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 I don't know who developed the percentile there that you got to be in this percentile. That Babies just, just grow. And so what we do is we, we take pictures of them month by month and put it on Facebook. So we can chart their growth. Uh, uh, we chart their growth because, uh, I, I, I mean, did you ever think that in your life you would celebrate somebody going to the potty? <clears throat> but we do. Woo! Good job. Really? It's growth. It's maturity. You got those pictures that, you know, every Every, every year you got a picture of standing by the same wall, same door, going to school. And, and, and so you chart their growth. You've got, the, you got the growth thing that you mark on the doorpost or if you got your own little growth chart. So you would say such, such date, he was this tall and she was that tall. And, and so the growth begins to, to go. We, we, we do things like their handprints and school pictures and all kinds of things because we want to mark their growth. We celebrate first steps. We celebrate first words. We celebrate birthdays because it is a, a milestone of growth. And we realize that babies don't stay babies. If they do, something is wrong. Babies begin to grow. And uh, it, it is such a blessing to see that. The Bible tells us things like in 1 Samuel chapter 2 and verse 26 that, that the child Samuel grew on. He grew on and was in favor both with the Lord and also with men. We celebrate growth when it comes to natural things. We find that in Genesis chapter 21 and verse 8, speaking of Isaac, that the child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast the same day that Isaac was weaned. What is he doing? He's celebrating growth. 
I think sometimes in a spiritual sense, we need to learn to celebrate growth. We need to learn to celebrate. It's so easy to see immaturity in people. It's so easy to see spiritual immaturity. But we ought to challenge ourselves to chart and celebrate growth in the Lord. We ought to celebrate our own growth. We ought to be glad that we're not where we were last year. We ought to be glad that we're not where we were five years ago, that we're challenging ourselves to go. Every believer that enters into the kingdom of God, every believer that is born again of the water of the Spirit enters into the family of God, and it is God's plan for that child, that disciple to grow. Regardless of what age they are naturally, he wants us to grow spiritually. Hallelujah. It is apparent by the vivid language connected to the kingdom. Words like salvation, born again, sons and daughters, children of God, heirs. Amen. There is a a, a mentality that says this is a growth situation, family. We're part of of the body of Christ that is meant to grow. Are you growing today? Are you growing in God? As you come to the end of the year, I think it's a good time to take personal inventory and say, am I more spiritual today than I was last year? Am I closer to God than I was last year? Is my prayer life better this year than it was last year? Is my spiritual awareness more than it was last year? But God wants us to grow. Amen. 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 17. Ye therefore, beloved, seeing you know these things before, beware lest ye also being led away with the air of the wicked fall from your own steadfastness. That means you stop growing. But grow in grace. Grow in grace. Grow in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Don't stop your steadfastness. Be determined to be better. Be determined to be improved. Be determined to grow. Regardless of how long you've been in church. Amen. There is still room for growth. Regardless of how long it's been since you were baptized in the name of the Lord and filled with his spirit, there's still room for growth. We need to chart our growth. We need to celebrate our growth and thank God I'm not where I was yesterday. Hebrews 6 and 1 says, therefore leaving the principles of the doctrine of God, or the doctrine of Christ rather, let us go on unto perfection. That word perfection means maturity. Let us go on unto maturity. Not laying again the foundation of, of repentance from dead works and faith toward God. He's not saying don't do away with the foundation. He said just don't lay the foundation again. You already have the foundation. Now grow up. You already have the, the, the basics. Now grow up. Amen. Some people that have been in church for years need to understand it's time to move on. It's time to grow up. It's time to become perfect or mature according to God. So God's growth plan is found, I believe, in Ephesians chapter 4. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. I believe that these are gifts 
not necessarily offices or position, but rather gifts that he gave to the church to operate in, in the form of the ministry in the church. It is for, somebody say for, the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect or mature and growing man, under the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we be henceforth no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slay of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Amen. But speaking the truth in love may grow up grow up into him and so the Lord gives the fivefold ministry as his, his growth detectors he gives the apostles to govern because when it, when it speaks about apostles it speaks about founders or one that is sent out with special powers to initiate to establish and to have authority in the church thank God for those pioneers and those that have, have founded things and set things in motion and operate to govern the church then he said he, he gave prophets that is those that guard they, they, they begin to speak things that give us not just foretelling but forthtelling to let us know what the mind of God is and what the will of God is to confirm his word to us. Then he gave evangelists and evangelists gather. They present God's direction for reaching the lost. Then pastors that guide, that maintain and feed the flock and give vision to the flock and then teachers that ground Amen. They are the ones that come along and solidify us in the word of God. If you want to grow, you have to understand that there's got to be a government in your life. There's got to be apostle ministries in your life. If you want to grow, you've got to be willing to submit yourself to a prophetic ministry that can point you and point your finger at you and say, hey, this is what's going on in your life and you need to follow God's plan. You need evangelists to help you gather and reach the lost. Amen. And pastors that will guide and teachers that will ground. After he gives that list, he says in verse 12 and begins with this word, for. Somebody say for. Amen. For is an extension towards a goal. It is reaching towards the goal. It is a purpose. The purpose of the church is for. God's not put us here just so we can have a shout or because we can have a good church or because we can just simply say I'm saved, sanctified and petrified. Amen. But it is about growing. It is about getting better. It's about improving. It's about knowing more about him. It's about following him. That's what the the growth chart ought to be. Seven ways we chart the growth is, number one, for the equipping of believers. The equipping of believers, it says, for the perfecting of the saints. The word perfecting here in the Greek means complete, furnished, prepared, trained, prepared fully to go out. Amen. I want to tell you, it is, it is, it is, it is the... It is the ministry of the church to get everybody ready to do the work of the kingdom. It's not just for the pastor. It's not just for the preacher. Amen. But it is the, the ministry that gives equipping and preparing and training. 
Amen. The Greek implies correcting in all deficiency, instructing and completing in number and uh, all parts. It's about improving. It is about getting better. Hallelujah. I wonder today, can we say, can you say, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I'm getting better in living for God. I'm getting better in my faith. I'm getting better in believing God. What I've been through and what I've struggled with and, and where I'm at, I'm getting better. I'm not going to waste what I've been through and become a delinquent and malnourished child of God. I want to grow. I want to grow. Perfecting the saints is for the equipping of believers. Until Christ, is, as Paul put it like this, until Christ is formed in me. Until Christ is formed in me. Hallelujah. The word here fundamentally means to put in order, to make complete, or to be mature. To be mature. Somebody say, I'm growing up. I want to become a perfect saint. Doesn't mean that I'm pristine. That means I'm growing. I'm growing. That's what perfection is. It's growing. And then the second way you can chart it is by looking at the work of the ministry. God uses the ministerial gifts, amen, that are listed as five here to help us to grow for, amen. It's interesting when you begin to study the Greek here, the word for, the perfecting of the saints, and the word for, for the work of the ministry, are two different kinds of preposition. The first one is the cause. The second one is the outcome. You find that there's training and equipping so people will get busy working. I want to tell you how you can grow. It's what are you doing in the kingdom of God? What are you doing outside of this building? How are you living outside of the, of the fellowship of the church? Amen. Do you see your job as just simply punching a time card or do you see your job as I am being deployed at this factory or I am being deployed on this job as a child of God and I want to make sure that my equipping is led to my working. I want to be busy about the kingdom of God. You and I can have all the training in the world and all the wisdom of the world when it comes to doing things but if we're not doing it, if we're not doing it, we're not really growing. Praise God. So we chart our growth by how are we equipping ourselves. Can I ask you, I know, I know, I know I read books, I study. You say it's for my job. But I want to tell you something. I, I have a hunger, Brother Jason. I want to know more. I want to grow. I'm going to listen to some podcasts about leadership. I'm going to listen to some podcasts of some other preachers and realize that I can improve. Man, there's some great preachers in, in Pentecost around the country. And I, I, want, I want to get better. I want to listen to some good music because I want to get better. Hey, man, you may feel like you've arrived, but all the equipping and all the preparing is nothing if I'm not doing. 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 Well, that's how you chart your growth. Praise God. Isn't that a cool picture? Ain'ts are designed to just sit on a pew 
Saints are designed to be deployed. We must be training. Now, I don't really, do you remember what I said about the different? Remember my Sela and Bodhi comment? Not everybody grows on the same path. Not everybody does the same thing. Thank God we're part of the body of Christ and we're all going to grow differently and we're going to grow and develop differently, but we all have our place. The fact of the matter is I want to do something for the kingdom of God. Amen. That's growth. Then he said to the edifying or for the edifying of the body of Christ. Am I, am I helping my brother? Am I helping my sister? Am I building up the kingdom of God or is it just about me and my agenda? Do I come to church because I want to be served or do I come and be a part of the church because I want to serve, because I want to help? That's growth. Amen. That's the way you can chart your growth. Another way you can chart your growth is till we all come into the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God. Hallelujah. It conveys the idea that now my relationship is growing with God. I'm growing in my knowledge and my love and my passion for the Lord. How many of you love the Lord more today than you loved him last week and last month and last year? How many understand that you've got to get closer to him no matter how on fire you are now? There's still more that you can grow into. Then he says, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. The ultimate grow, growth goal is to be more like Jesus. That's the ultimate goal. It says unto a perfect man. That means to be mature in our behavior. To be mature in our behavior. How many of you have ever seen somebody 35 and you looked at them and said, I wish they'd grow up? How many of you ever seen somebody 55 and looked at them and said, I wish they'd just grow up? How many of you looked in the mirror and said, I wish he'd just grow up? Mm -hmm. It's easy to see immaturity in a lot of other folks. But sometimes it's hard to see immaturity in us. Here's the deal. Are you progressing every day? Are you doing your best to become closer to the Lord? Are you allowing the Spirit to lead you? Are you allowing yourself to say, Oh God, I may stumble and fall, but I'm getting back up. That's growth. I may make a mistake, but I'm going to get back up. That's growth. Hallelujah. Then he says, that we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro, carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slay of man and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. How many of you have a seeker? Maybe I should define what I'm saying, but let me just put it like this. You know that you have a seeker in your family. They go down every rabbit trail, every coon trail, Every little thing that comes up, they're going to go follow it and follow it wholeheartedly. And then something else crosses it, and they go after a different direction. Anybody, anybody got any of those in their family? If you don't, you may be that one. But there are those that are tossed back and forth, in and out, 
following this and following that and going after this doctrine and going after that. When, they, when you begin to study this, that ye henceforth be no more children refers to an infant that cannot speak. Grow up. Grow up. That's what Paul is saying. Tossed about, moving abruptly from here to there. Tossed to and fro like a, on a wave. Amen. There is such a move today of deception that is out there. Don't believe everything you read on the internet. Hallelujah. Believe very little, <clears throat> in my opinion. You got to check it and fact check it and back check it and recheck it. Amen. But there are some today that are just simply seeking after everything. They've got their hands in that and got their belief in that and they're trying this and they want to follow that. I want to tell you, that's what we need to say. Grow up. Paul said, don't be children anymore. Don't be easy, swayed, and gullible. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 13 and 11, when I was a child, I spake as a child. Mm-hmm. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish thinking. I put away childish understanding. I put away childish thoughts. I started thinking like an adult. Amen. Hallelujah. When you put away childish things, it means you're going to be able to communicate on a greater level. I communicate to Sila on one level. I communicate to Ruby on another level. I communicate to David on another level. Amen. There's just different levels. You grow up and begin to communicate. And God is saying, when you're a child, you speak like a child. You communicate like a child. You know, you ever heard a, heard, heard a child say, that's my toy. That's my toy. <clears throat> I've been pastoring for a little while and a church we pastored south of here. I've dealt with people that said, that's my Sunday school class. That's my group. Those are my, you put your word in, children, whatever the case. The fact of the matter is we know very well that this is God's church. None of it belongs to me. None of it belongs to anybody. It belongs to the Lord. Hallelujah. And, but mature people says, I'll share. You can have, you can have my kids. <laughs> Hallelujah. But what happens when you grow up and you submit to Christ? Verse 15 says, but speaking the truth in love may grow up unto him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. We find that, that the, the, the writer of Hebrews says in 5 and 12, when, when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God and become such as need milk and not strong meat. Amen. We need to make sure that we're, we're growing in our diet. 1 Peter 2 and 2 says, As newborn babes desire the sincere miracle of the word, that we may grow thereby. We've got to adjust our diet. There are some things that you can just you can munch on, but I want to tell you, you got to have a, a, a diet for an adult, for a growing adult. You've got to have a, it's time to, if, if all I'm surviving on is fluff, hype, shout, 
If all I'm surviving, then when the enemy comes, I'm, I'm, I'm disconnected because I'm, I'm looking for a fluff. I'm looking for hype. But when I've got the word inside of me, the storms blow. I have an anchor. When I understand the word, then I can make it. Praise God. Somebody say growth is a process. It's not a destination. It's a process. It's a journey that enriches you, enhances your life every day. Paul put it like this, 2 Corinthians 3 and 18. But we all with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory. Somebody say he's changing me. He's changing me. How many of you have looked at pictures recently of you 10 years ago? A year ago. Hallelujah. I, 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 know, I know this. I used to have hair. But I grew up and my hair went away. I just outgrew my hair. There are things about life when it comes to growing up that you change. And if you're unwilling to change, chances are you're unwilling to grow. We have to be willing to change, change our thinking. I'm not talking about changing our doctrine. I'm talking about changing our thinking, changing to meet what Christ says. When something new comes along from glory to glory, he's changing me from experience to experience. He's changing me. He's changing me. Let, let me just fast forward to where Paul, he's talking about growing up in Ephesians 4. He's talking about don't be a child anymore. Become perfect. That's growth. Growing up into Christ. Growth, 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 growth. That's what he's talking about. But then he tells us what that growth looks like. Permit me just to read a few scriptures here from Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 17. This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of your mind. Somebody say, I'm growing up. I can't walk like the world. I can't think like the world. 18, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. That's their thinking who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. But ye have not so learned Christ. Now the thinking of the, of the Gentiles, the thinking of, the, of them, of those in the world, is that they don't have, they're past feeling. They're numb to where that they have now gravitated to fulfilling their own lust and their own thoughts. Verse 20, but ye have not so learned Christ. If so be that ye've heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former communications the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. Amen. He said you got to put off that old man. That's, that's growth. 
That's growth. Anybody ever had convictions come upon you that nobody taught you, nobody gave you a Bible study about, but you begin to feel, you know what, I just really shouldn't be that, and I, I shouldn't go there, and I shouldn't have this, and, and I shouldn't be like that, and I shouldn't have that attitude, and I shouldn't have that kind of spirit. What it is is that it's growth coming to you that says, put off that old. Put off that old way of thinking. Put off that old attitude. And verse 23 says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Hallelujah. Somebody say that is growth. And put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Growth. Growth. Then he gets really plain. Put away lying. Put away lying. Put away lying. It's just a little white lie. It's just a little white lie. You know, I've never found that in the Bible. I've never seen that in the Bible. It's a lie that's a lie that's a lie. Then he says, here's how you know you're growing. Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down on your wrath. He said, control your anger and your wrath. Deal with it. Deal with it. Take care of it. Mm. neither give place to the devil. Don't allow the enemy any room in your life. Don't give him access. Don't allow access to the spirit of the enemy to come into your life. Don't give him an inch. He'll take a mile. That's growth. That's growth. Amen. Growth is sitting and watching something and said, no, that's not for me. I'm turning it off. Amen. I'm not going to give the enemy access by watching that, reading that, looking at that, thinking about that. I'm going to grow up. Hallelujah. That is growth. Hallelujah. Verse 28 says, let him that stole steal no more. Growth, but rather let him labor working with his hands the thing which is good that he may have to give to him that needeth. Then he says, here's another thing you can know. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. I'm growing up. But that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace to the hearers. Amen. You know how you know when you've grown a little bit? Is that what's coming out of your mouth is edifying and not tearing down. Is it building up? Is it edifying? Is it encouraging? Any old cat can say, man, this, this guy's messed up. He is horrible. He's this. Look at that. I can see that problem. But it takes somebody of faith and maturity to say, but I yet can see God's goodness and God's grace and God's mercy. Aren't you, is that what you want people to look at you like? Do you want grace? I want grace. I want people to look at me with some graceful eyes. Hallelujah. So let my communication be with grace and minister to the, those that are hearing. And verse 30 says, and grieve not. Grieve not the Holy Spirit whereby ye are sealed under the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Got to get that junk out of your life. That is growth. If you have a volatile temper and you have an explosive temper, are you emotionally charged? God says, I can help you overcome that with my spirit. Somebody say Amen. Then he said in verse 32, here's another way you'll know. You can chart it. I'm growing. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. 
I would rather be accused of being long-suffering than being mean and bullying. I've been the kind of preacher that preached blood and guts and ripped them from the front to the back. I want to tell you what kind of success I had in helping people. Zero. Zero. One man says that people would rather follow a leader that is real than a leader that is always right. I want to be long-suffering. I want you to be long-suffering. I want to be gracious. doesn't mean we tolerate sin and put up with sin, but it means we love with compassion. Can you say this morning, I'm growing up? I'm growing up. Don't, don't, don't chart your course looking at somebody else. Just chart your course by where you've been. Don't chart your course by, well, you know, Matt's been in church all his life, and look at, look at him. No, don't, 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 look, don't look at him. He's on a different growth plane. You're on yours. Hallelujah. But the main thing is grow. Are you growing? Stand with me, please. Are you growing? Maturity isn't always easy sometimes to recognize until you've been down the road a little while and you can look back and say, oh, thank the Lord, I've come that far. But those little tiny feet that you see there in a matter of just a few months will be tiny no more. How is your growth chart? What does it look like today? Can you look back over the year? And I know this has been a, a tough year for a lot of people. It's been a hard year. But through it all, can you just simply say, one thing I have come out of this is I'm growing in God. I want to be bigger in the Lord. I want to be better. I want to be closer. I want to be more sensitive to Him. Hallelujah. If, the, if there's a desire in your heart today for growth, can you just step out the aisle and come to the front and just simply say, you know, Pastor... I've grown, but I want to grow. I've improved, but I want to improve. I've got better, but I want to become better. In the name of the Lord Jesus, help me grow. Help me, Lord Jesus, to be more like you. Help me to be more, more pure, Lord God. More perfect in the fact of growing. More perfect in the fact of becoming better like you. Lord, I praise you today. Lord, I bless your name today. Hallelujah. Lord, let me be like Paul, forgetting those things which are behind. I press. I press forward. I press. I want to be, Lord, more like God, I'm not what I was. I'm not where I need to be. But thank God I'm not what I was. Hallelujah. But I'm growing. Today I'm growing. Lord, teach me your ways. Show me your ways. Oh, God, let me find, dear God, the path that you want for me. I want to walk in that. I want to be, Lord Jesus, more like you. In the mighty name of Jesus today. Hallelujah. Lord, I praise you, God. Lord, I praise you.
Thank you for joining us today. We pray you have been encouraged. If you would like more information about Medora Pentecostal Church, you can check out our website at www.medorachurch.com. Thank you.